We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are meeting on today, the land of the Wadjuk Noongar people. We pay respects to elders past and present. All comments made on this podcast are statements of fact, personal opinions and information that has been gathered online. The content does not intend to cause harm. This podcast is suitable for mature audiences and contains themes that may be triggering to some. Hello everyone, welcome back! Hey, hello, we've taken a little bit of an unintended break. Yeah, it's been a bit of a hiatus, yes. but we're back. Hey, I'm hey. very happy to be here. I'm happy to be here too. What's new? What's been going on? Dal, not a lot. <laughs> You've just got back for an amazing holiday. I was in Thailand. Highly recommend if you want a cheap, luxurious, beautiful mm. holiday. I loved it. You're going soon. Yes. Two weeks time. <laughs> yeah. How exciting. I know. I know, but not, nothing too exciting. Just didn't work my little ass off. Mm. Brandon. Are you keen to talk about what we're going to talk about today? Victoria's Secret? I am. And mm. downfall of Victoria's Secret. And it was a downfall indeed. Amen, baby. So what are your memories of Victoria's Secret growing up in this cursed era? Mm. I feel like people don't understand how hard it was no. to be a millennial and grow up. Like, now it's very inclusive. Yeah. And I just watched Sex Education yeah. and it's so, you know, there's rep- representation for people with disabilities, yeah. people of colour, and then... We didn't have that. We had Victoria's Secret I and know. the OC. Yes, I know. It was so <laughs> damaging. Like, I know that we referenced, like, that mid to mid to late 2000s quite often but that Mm. was such a hard time to be a teenager because everyone was so thin (laughs) like we grew up in the age where we thought jessica simpson was fat the the photos of her in those that lives rent free in my mind the highways of jeans with the leopard print belt yeah that the one yeah Yeah. if you don't know what we're talking about there is this infamous photo of jessica simpson on Mm. stage singing and i remember when those photos came out i like me myself i was like oh my god she's gotten huge like She's massive. Even when she was Britney Spears on stage, oh. uh, on her Vegas tour, yes, and she had like a little bit of a belly. But she like looks amazing. But back then, we yeah. were like, <gasps> yeah, um. scandalous. So Victoria's Secret for me kind of like brings back those sort of memories of just like this unattainable beauty. Yes, um, of these like fit, stunning, gorgeous, petite women that yes. were just glamorous and all the men wanted them and all the women wanted to be them and I just I have really negative yes connotations with Victoria's Secret I imagine you're the same oh god yeah yeah and I think that's why they were so dangerous and harmful yeah. because like we were saying earlier they compared to the 90s when they had yeah. you know what do you call it heroin chic yes. Kate yeah. Moss and yeah. you know the waves yeah in comparison like well back then we would look at Victoria's Secret and be like that is attainable mm-hmm. that is healthy Amazonian, like you know and it just i remember i used to google (laughs) their workout plans their diets Uh and they would do like the juices and the it's just yeah and like as a teenager you're like i can do that i can do that absolutely not and also those diets would have been fucking fake they were living on air and cigarettes 100 (laughs) and dexies and dexies that's what they would be living on and coke and cocaine exactly um, so yeah, I think it was a really harmful brand <laughs> and, um, it was targeted at our demographic, demographic. Yeah. young girls, young impressionable girls. Yeah. 
and it was so damaging. So, 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 so damaging. damaging. Um, and especially like, you know, normal body types like ours, like just curvy women. Yeah. You can't actually just change your body to no, be like that, can't. but... And that's something I've learned. I know. Because we've both had, and like, you know, we're coming from experience in this episode. We're both people that have, you know, suffered with... Suffering with eating A little bit of a, yeah, here and there. A little bit. Um, But we're over that now, thank God. Um, But that was, that was our beauty standard, was these fucking wife thin, like, athletic, skinny looking women. Like, they were like aliens. And we would... I, well, personally, I would look at someone like Miranda Kerr and be like, well, look yeah. at her. She's got abs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's probably starving herself so mm-hmm. that her abs would show. Yeah, exactly right. And I think it's... Uh, it's just... Uh, it was uh, Yeah. Um, we were just saying before as well, I hated when the annual Victoria's mm. Secret fashion show would be airing. Like, I oh hated that moment. Like, I actually remember this, like, anxious yeah. in my stomach that it was going to air soon. Yes. Because... I don't want to see that. Yeah, like, even if I didn't actually actively seek it out, I would still be seeing it on, like, ads on TV and the internet and that sort of thing. It was really horrible. It was really, really horrible. And I think why it's so different to... Well, you know when you hear people say, like, oh, this celebrity, for example, Mary Kay, oh, she's a bad Mm. influence, she's too skinny, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how can you put that onus on one person who's clearly suffering from a mental illness Mm -hmm. when you have this Mm -hmm. institution Mm -hmm. (laughs) that... Victoria's Secret essentially controlled the media in a way. Yeah. Oh my god, it fucking did. It did. It did for years and years. Years. Like, didn't we have um, a Victoria's Secret store at the airport? Yes. And everybody flocked to it. Everybody. As soon as it opened, because you got that big ass uh, pink. The pink pink bag. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was horrible. I can honestly sit here and like say with my whole chest that Victoria's Secret is probably wholeheartedly responsible for a lot of millennials body issues like the amount of girls i went to high school with that Uh had very blatant eating disorders Uh and they had pictures of barbara pelvin Mm -hmm. miranda kerr and that was the Mm. it was really that was like their their jesus yeah yeah so i mean there's this side of victoria's secret Mm. but then there's also i don't think people realize the evil evil people behind this brand so there's you know the the, on one hand they're destroying everyone's self-esteem <laughs> and on the other hand they're actually just like a really really Bad awful awful and we'll get into it but it's yeah yeah, it's just downright bad. It's just downright nasty. Yes. So both you and I don't have... We don't have very good things to say. No. And at the end of this episode, you probably won't either. Yeah. All right, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> you go. Um, we're both so keen. Yeah, no, we're like, ah, let's hop on this mic. Talk um, shit about Russell Brand. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Bit of pop culture news. Yes. Russell Brand. Russell fucking dirty cunt brand. Mm. I... Yeah, I'm going to be honest, that... I used to be a really, really big Russell Brand fan. We both did. Yeah. We both read Bookie Book, yes. blah, blah, blah. We love a disgusting English man that uh-huh. looks like he hasn't showered. Uh-huh. That, to us, is... Like, the epitome of... Hotness. Like, goddess, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's really disappointing, but not surprising. Not unfortunately. surprising. Unfortunately. Um, he pulled the wool over our... F- he, yeah. I'm going to say it, like, on record. Yeah. He really... He gooped us. He really deceived us. Yeah, he did. I, I will say, after the whole COVID thing and, like, when he started going on that whole mm. conspiracy mm. type, that's yeah, when I... Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really kept tabs on him for a couple of years, but... Yeah, I know he went down, like, a bit of a weird <sighs> spiritual path. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, he was... Like, he's been open about his drug abuse and, like, how he was 
really sexually promiscuous and that sort of thing. Mm. So I think that maybe that's why the wool the got clo- put, yeah, yeah, that's why, like, we didn't think anything else was happening. It's very smart how he's kind of yeah. crafted this public image where he's like, I'm going to be controversial yes. and just reading, oh no, sorry, not reading, watching his bullshit video yeah. where he tries to, I'm sorry, but Russell Brand, you are not Madonna. No. You are not Elton John. No. Nobody is coming for you no. in a media takedown. This no. is not a fucking conspiracy. You are no. not that talented. You are not that important. No. And also relevant. <laughs> like, when was the last time he did anything big? I Honestly, before this, I hadn't really thought about no. him in a couple of years. No, I had recently because I watched Get Him to the Greek. Oh, and yeah. And I thought it was fucking funny in that. But even now, in hindsight, I'm like... Yeah. Are you that talented? Because you mm. really only really play these one-dimensional yeah. British... Himself, yeah. Essentially. And so, yeah, in hindsight, it's definitely one of those things where I look back and I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Like we should have known, but how were we to know? How were we to know? Fuck knows. So, yeah, we stand with his victims and... Absolutely. Have you watched the documentary? No. Oh. Good? It's really good. It's really confronting. It's really... That came out quick. It came out... Re- well, because apparently... I, I can't remember who, you know, did the whole expose, yeah. but they contacted him and that's why wow. he released that video. Wow. So it was very, yeah. So this has been in the works for a little while then. Yes. Which oh, I, wow. there are other people in Hollywood, like for example, Diplo. Yeah. Diplo's time is. It's nice. It, it is. Mark my words, Diplo, his reckoning is already happening. Yeah. If you go on TikTok, just Google the Diplo allegations. It makes me sick, but yeah. And that's another one that's fucking disappointing. <sighs> it's like, you and I have said this, off air in just like general day-to-day conversation why do these really good looking successful people have to go down these disgusting depraved routes where they could literally you know on one hand it's like you have all the money in the world you could hire a sex worker for Uh consensual sex or you could just Uh, schmooze and just like find other people to sleep with like you don't need to sleep with children or like sexually assault people i think it's like like we were saying before it's a power thing it's a how much can i get away with Mm. i'm untouchable Mm. it's a i've gone this far how much further how much further and it's the same like we were saying before like porn addiction you know we love porn we're very pro porn (laughs) but that's just one example of how you become sexually depraved if you keep yeah keep on pushing pushing the of what you're i don't know it's yeah Someone should do a fucking thesis on why these celebrities just keep coming out of the woodworks right. and keep doing disgusting, uh-huh. dirty... Because I feel like every second day lately we're messaging each other being like, holy fuck, this did you just hear a sexual about predator. It's so disappointing. Uh, it's, it's like, do better. Do better, James. I'm sorry, but can you be a bit grateful? Like, you've been given this wonderful, beautiful life uh-huh. and you choose to just... Fuck other people's lives up. Fuck other people's lives up. Wreak havoc. It has to be a power thing. It has to be this... I would dare say so. Even an abuse cycle. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people... We talk about this all the time. They get into this industry. Mm-hmm. They get abused. Mm-hmm. Then they become the abuse. I don't know. Yeah. It's all... It's just like this never-ending, awful cycle <sighs> of abuse. I just hate it. Same. But I also love it. I'm like, yeah, you have your day of reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who else is next. Do you have any... Who do you think's next? Well, besides Diplo, I think... God... I said to Fraze the other night, they better, like, things about Jack Black, fucking oh, Rob gosh. Schneider, Seth Rogen. Like, yeah. please, please, don't be a bad no. Guy. Please just be a lovely, funny guy. Just please I be all right. Even someone, I think it was on Beyond the Blinds, they were talking about Elton John, had, like, oh. some, 
I was like, please no, like I have his fucking name tattooed on my toes. <laughs> please just do just like, no, like I just don't. Please be pure. These oh. fucking people. Okay, all that is said and done. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the cursed background of Victoria's Secret. <laughs> okay, so first up we have Les Wexner and the beginnings of Victoria's Secret. So Les was obviously the CEO. Yep. Les Wexner purchased Victoria's Secret in 1982 for $1 million. The brand had been invented by American businessman Roy Raymond in 1977. After taking his wife shopping for lingerie and being underwhelmed, he decided to create a lingerie brand intended for the male gaze, which Mm. is very apparent. Yeah, it's not surprising. Nope. The name came from Raymond imagining a Victorian boudoir. Fuck off. (laughs) So, Go away. Oh, I hate it already. So do I. It's going to get so much fun. I know, it's like, like, you're not ready But like, even just saying that, this was created by a man. A man. And it was like targeted at women, but underlying all of this, it was created for men, which is so fucking apparent. Uh, you wait. Like, you wait until the politics and the people and the... You just see the vision of this brand, like, Oof. starting to come out. It's just awful. I already hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wexner essentially invented fast fashion as well. He founded his first clothing store, The Limited, in 1963. By the 1970s, there were more than 100 chain stores across the US. He expanded his business by buying Abercrombie & Fitch and Victoria's Secret. Wexner made sure to have a high turnover of clothing production to keep consumers hooked. He began outsourcing labor from China in low-wage factories. By the 1990s, the brand had gone from nearly bankrupt to the largest lingerie retailer in the U.S. with 350 stores and $1 billion in sales annually. Damn. Employees say working at Victoria's Secret was incredibly cult-like. Cindy Fetusfields, the former CEO of the catalog, has said that the company's meetings resembled megachurch meetings. When Wexner spoke, his image would be projected onto a billboard-sized image that people clapped at. The brand has been accused of promoting unfair beauty standards. Fetusfield said that Wexner would show her pictures of Playboy magazines and would point out models with no imperfections. He didn't like moles, blemishes, or freckles. Casey Taylor, a former publicist for the brand, said, What was most alarming to me was how ingrained the behavior was. This abuse was just laughed off and accepted as normal. It was almost like brainwashing. And anyone who tried to do anything about it was just ignored. They were punished. That's really fucked up. Even just reading that alone. Oh, girl. Yeah. It really is like a cult. It is a cult. It was a cult from the inside and then it was a cult from the outside as well. And it's so dark. Like, mm-hmm. this stuff. Oh, girl. Wexner had ties to Jeffrey Epstein and it said that Epstein was in charge of his finances. In 1989, Wexner purchased the biggest private home in Manhattan but never moved in. And it's rumoured that Epstein took up residence there before the house was transferred to his name. This house ended up being nicknamed the House of Horrors, as it is where he abused minors. Epstein also purchased the Lolita Express, a Boeing 727 from Wexner. This plane ended up being used to traffic young women. Epstein would use his ties to the company to scout for young girls. He would say that he was a talent scout for the company and he promised to get them a career. Model and actress Alicia Arden has stated that she was sexually assaulted by him in 1997 after he lured her to an L.A. hotel with the promise of getting her in the catalogue. Yeah. This makes me sick just knowing that... Oh, he had his... Yeah, that he had his fingers in the pie. And he could probably literally, like, open up this catalogue and be yeah. like, I can get this girl, this girl. Mm-hmm. Well, he probably wasn't interested in them because they were grown. But... <laughs> Actually. 
It's disgusting. Mm. So another Jane Doe during the trial said this. I had spent all of my savings buying Victoria's Secret lingerie to prepare for what I thought was my audition. But instead, it seemed like a casting call for prostitution. I felt like I was in hell. Three L brand executives have stated that Wexner was informed in the mid-1990s about Epstein's behaviour, but there was no sign that he ever acted on these complaints. Of course. (laughs) After the Epstein scandal, Wexner was in the hot seat and eventually stepped down in 2020. He actually left Richard after selling his share for two billion dollars that is insane you could live three lifetimes on two two billion dollars you could solve world poverty you really could (laughs) the fucking rich get richer oh like this can't you could literally solve the fucking global (laughs) climate crisis but he was a piece of shit his whole life and then he's still got two billion dollars it makes me mad it makes me angry it makes me blood boil He has said that he had cut ties with Epstein in 2007 and had no knowledge of his crimes. Pigs fly. Yep. I, uh, he says, I would not have con- continued to work with any individual capable of such egregious. Egregious? Egregious. Egregious. We'll just say bad. We'll just say bad. <laughs> Sickening behaviour as he has been reported about him. Okay. Well, don't know if I believe that, no, Wexner. No. Not for a second. I really don't. Not for a second. Quexner. 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 <laughs> okay, next up we have John Mihars. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that, that is that's said. how it's being said. No <laughs> respect on his name. He is Wexner's replacement. So John became the new CEO of the company, but not for long. In August 2019, more than 100 models signed an open petition for him to be removed from his position. Wow. The petition, backed by the Model Alliance, called for the company to protect its employees from sexual misconduct amid a culture of misogyny and abuse. We are writing today to express our concern for the safety and well-being of the models and young women who aspire to model for Victoria's Secret. In the past few weeks, we have heard numerous allegations of sexual assault, alleged rape and sex trafficking of models and aspiring models. Mihals stepped down in two. <laughs> John stepped down in 2020, and he was replaced by Martin Waters. So just on that, mm. 2019 and 2020 yeah. was not long ago. That was and Victoria's not Secret went for so long, so long. So it's taken this long for these men to be to be given a slap on the wrist, literally. And just say, oh yeah, moving on to the next. Not even company. a slap, like a light little, a little, a little, a little, a little flick, a little tap. <laughs> It's really frustrating. <sighs> yeah. As a woman, it makes me mad. <sighs> As a person, it makes me mad. Yeah, I mean, well, they really got their karma. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amen, baby. Amen. So next we have Ed Razak, and he was an executive for Victoria's Secret. Uh, so he was a top executive of the brand, and he collaborated with Harvey Weinstein in the year 2000 for the Cannes Victoria's Secret show. That sounds like a good little link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they had some. It's you know. a great idea. Yeah. We've got Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey yeah. Weinstein, the Motley Crue. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, Razak ended up leaving the company in 2019, and a year later, the New York Times exposed him for sexually harassing and abusing models. Are we surprised? No. No. Ed was the subject of several complaints spanning over years that included trying to kiss the models and asking for them to sit on his lap. He touched one model's crotch before, before her appearance on the 2018 runway. One model, Andy Muse. Sorry, what does that remind me of Candy Muse? Candy Muse. 
Kenny Muse. Kenny Muse. Not have gotten on that one. Oh God, that would be so mean to her. One model, Andy Muse, said Victoria's Secret had stopped hiring her after she rebuffed one of Ed's advances. At age 19, she was asked on a dinner date with him. On the way to the restaurant, he tried to kiss her. For months after, he would send her intimate emails. He fostered a hostile and misogynistic work environment. Alice Miller, a former angel, said, Ed exuded toxic masculinity. I am the holder of the power and I can make or break you. At castings, he would ask models for their numbers when they were in lingerie. Two models said that he asked them out on private dinners. In 2015, the company was putting on a photo shoot. One employee made her way to the buffet lunch table. Ed stopped her before looking her up and down. He began to berate her about her weight and told her to lay off the bread and pasta. Miss Crow Taylor reported him to HR, but then nothing happened, so she quit. Ed's son also worked for the company before being transferred to Bath and Body Works for sexual misconduct. So just runs in the family. I'm sorry, why did that, like, make me laugh? Just, let's just move him to Bath and Body Works. Like, why? I don't know, just, like, cover it up by moving him to Bath and Body Works. What the fuck is that? Like, why? What's he going to do? Like, touch a loofah? Like, come on. Like, when I'm picturing these people, I haven't seen what these men look like, right? But I'm imagining short, yeah. fat, bald men yeah. in an ill-fitting suit yeah. going up to these stunning women. And it's like, and what the fuck do you know about modelling? Absolutely nothing. What do you know? Nothing. As a straight man as well. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Straight men uh-uh. largely do not belong in fashion, modelling, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You are there for one reason. It's very transparent. These are men that were just like, I think I'll just go run a lingerie company so I can be a a demon. It's sickening. (laughs) It's gross. It's actually making my blood boil thinking about this. You wait, girl. I know. It's just making my fucking blood boil. So in 2018, Bella Hadid was at a fitting ahead of the show. She was required to try on underwear that were appropriate for broadcast guidelines. Ed sat on the couch watching her before declaring, forget the underwear. Mm. He then went on to ask if he could, uh, ask if she could, sorry, walk down the runway with those perfect titties. At that same fitting, he placed his hand on a model's crutch. One employee complained to HR with a list of more than a dozen allegations. And if that's how he's acting towards Bella Hadid, can you only imagine? Uh Uh And she's like one of the biggest (laughs) names in... Her dad is like some probable drug lord. Like we allegedly, yeah. we don't know what he actually allegedly. Do, allegedly, we don't know what he does. Like I would not fuck yeah. around with Muhammad. No way. I would not. No, I would not step to fuck in your lander. Oh, Are you joking? Like Muhammad, yeah, sure, he looks scary, but Yolanda, Oof. do not fuck with her. We've seen her take on. Um, oh. oh my god, who did she take on on Housewives? Ken. Oh my god. Oh my god. So <laughs> We've good. seen her take on men. It's she so doesn't good. care. She does not give a fucking single especially when it comes to her daughters yeah yeah so in saying that he did this to bella hadid imagine the up-and-coming models Can that he would have done this only, and the ones that like don't speak the language oh it's yeah. just awful <laughs> so ed sat down with vogue in 2018 and he addressed the brand's lack of inclusivity he said shouldn't you have transsexuals in the show no no i don't think we should well why not because this, this show is a fantasy it's a 42 minute entertainment special if you're asking if we'd consider putting a trans model, transgender model in the show, sorry, or look at putting a plus size model in the show, we have. We invented the plus size model show in what was our sister division, Lane Bryant. 
Lane Bryant still sells plus size lingerie, but a specific range. Just like every specialty retailer in the world sells a range of clothing, as do we. We market to who we sell to and we don't market to the whole world. We attempted to do a plus size show. No one had any interest in it and they still don't. And he obviously faced backlash for this and he went on to say, my remarks came across as insensitive. I apologize. To be clear, we would absolutely cast a transgender model for the show. I love that he went from saying a disgusting word that is really outdated to the now... Yeah. And this is proof that it was never for women because... Us as women, we are plus size. We are trans. Uh-huh. Like fuck you. Uh-huh. Also, just just on that, have you heard of Lane Bryant? No, I was just going. Yeah, I've never, no, ever heard of that brand. So don't try say that you're trying to be inclusive when you've created this tiny tiny brand alongside Victoria's Secret and said, oh, we we gave those girls what they needed. It's like to be inclusive, you include all the bodies. All you the don't bodies. Segregate them. Exactly. It's not fucking fair. Ugh. I've never heard of Lane Bryant. I've never. It sounds like I don't know, like a country getaway or something. I don't <laughs> it know. Like or it something. <laughs> well, they're like Victoria's Secret. It might yeah. sound like a French boudoir, uh-huh. and they're like plus size. You can Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. It's like, come on, come on. Inclusivity, Miles. Miles. Miles Fanny. So, musician Halsey, who performed at the 2018 show, came forth saying, "After I filmed the special performance, some comments were made regarding the show that I simply cannot ignore." As a member of the LGBTQ plus community, I have no tolerance for a lack of inclusivity, especially not motivated by stereotype. If you are a trans person reading this and these comments have made you feel alienated or invalidated, please know that you have allies. We stand in solidarity and complete and total acceptance is the only fantasy that I support. Fuck yeah, Halsey. Go off, girl. Fuck yeah. Respect. That just gave me chills reading that, actually. Yeah, I really like that. Executives say that they informed Wexner of Ed's behaviour, but nothing was ever done. Shareholders of the company eventually sued the executives for enabling a toxic work environment. In 2021, the suits were settled with no admission of wrongdoing. L. Brown committed to pledging $90 million to revamp inclusion and sexual harassment policies. A spokesperson for the brand has said, The company is intensely focused on corporate governance, workplace and compliance practices and has made significant strides. Also on that, give me fifteen thousand dollars mm-hmm. personally, not ninety million. Uh-huh. I will, <laughs> I'll fire uh-huh. everyone. Uh-huh. I will uh-huh. literally spend an hour writing up a uh-huh. how not to be, how not I'll, to sexually abuse, how not to sexually abuse proper uh-huh. workplace etiquette. I will do that for you for fifteen grand. Uh-huh. Ninety million. Ninety million dollars. Where's you that? Don't, you don't need ninety million dollars. To tell people not to sexually harass people. Exactly. It is not normal step, like it's human behaviour. It's not behavior. normal. Clearly it's a bigger fucking issue with this. this yeah. kind of, oh, How about nice. we just start again? How about we just get rid of everybody? Yes. And then hire a really nice... Let's just blow up people. the Victoria's Secret headquarters of this. Not really, that's set in place. <laughs> <laughs> so we go on to Russell James, who was the photographer. Russell James was the go-to for Victoria's Secret models, um, photography, sorry, and he was paid thousands of dollars per day to shoot. At the end of some of his shoots, he was known for asking models if they would be comfortable to shoot nude. The women often went through with it as they considered him to be trustworthy. These nude shoots weren't covered under the Victoria's Secret contracts, which means that they weren't being paid for their work. In 2014, he released a coffee table book called Angels, And this book featured some of the nude shoots of the models without their consent. 
He currently sells the books for between $1,800 and $3,600 per copy. One of the photos from the book was used for a promotion in a Las Vegas store without the client's consent. It's so fucking bad. And it just, it it keeps going down. So we've got like the executive, even like down to the photographers. Like it's just so... That's a lot of money to be making per book. Right? It's a lot of money. Like, I spend 30 bucks on a novel and I'm like, shit, I'm breaking the bank here. But $1,300 for a coffee table book that these women did not consent to and they're not being paid royalties is so So bad. bad. I know of local photographers that have done, like, zines and they... They still pay. They their still models. pay their models a hundred bucks, whatever. As long as you've paid them for their labor, and then for you to continue profiting off their naked bodies. Mm. Oh. It happened to um, Emily Ratajkowski as well. Yeah. yeah, I think actually maybe he might. I don't know, but uh, yeah. maybe it was. Maybe it was him because um, that was really, really hectic as well. That was yeah. a full on, full on, yeah, full on shoot where like the photographer had. Um, I'm pretty sure he'd like given her heaps of drugs or heaps of yeah. alcohol or something and totally taken advantage of her. But Oof. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same person yeah. or someone in, you know, in the industry. Okay, so next up we have Gerard Marie, the modeling agent from Literal Hell. <laughs> Gerard Marie was the head of elite model management in Paris and was untouchable in the 80s and 90s. He was even married to Linda Evangelista at one point. Damn, okay. Mm hmm. In February 2022, 11 women accused Gerard of sexual misconduct and they met with investigators. It's alleged that during his time as a modeling agent, he essentially was running a sex trafficking ring. During this time, it's said that he raped up to 13 elite models, and that's just the, the ones that we know of. They came forward. Mm. He often targeted virgins as he thought that they were less photogenic. So what? In- what? Where does that theory come from? Okay, so he had this sick theory that if a woman was a virgin she didn't know how to pose so he was essentially he like marketed himself as like the virginator so he these young models would come in and a lot of the time because they're like russian or blah 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 yeah. they don't speak english yeah. or french or whatever and yeah he would mm. that's so creepy oh it gets worse it's... but how do you even like come up with that idea it's so vindictive it's, it's just and twisted. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this makes me like just dis- distrust everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like these people just walk among us. They walk amongst us. <sighs> so he would award these models with a point system according to their age and whether or not that they were, you know, virgins. Accusers say that he would plow them with cocaine to keep them thin, and one woman says that he would actually prescribe her a vial a day to keep her weight off. One victim, Carrie Sutton, says that she was repeatedly raped at age 16 after being scouted by him in 1985. Starting out with elite New York City, she was flown to Paris where she stayed with him in his apartment that he shared with Linda. There, she was encouraged to take cocaine and was submitted to sexual abuse. Gerald essentially trafficked her and other women across Europe. She was dependent on him for food, money, shelter, and he kept her passport. Another model named Wendy Walsh, who is now a prominent radio host, said that she made her way to elite Paris in 1980. She was encouraged to attend parties that would help her career. It would be rich old playboys in very glamorous apartments with big bowls of cocaine. One night, she was invited to his house for a meeting where he annually raped her. Walsh believes that part of the reason that she was picked was because of the language barrier. Mm. She says that we were chosen specifically because we didn't understand the language and that we were away from home and he had complete control. 
A whistleblower at Elite named Omar Halfouch said he and the other other people at Elite would each put a cross and they would compete to see who bedded the most girls. Ugh. As they arrived at the agency, they had to lose their virginity quickly and at all costs. And we're talking about 14, 15, 16-year-old girls. Ugh. How do you come up with this idea? Like, I know I've already researched this, but I it's kind really... of put it back of my mind. But yeah. But can you imagine no, being like a... No, I'm just thinking of like all the men in my life, right? And I'm like, not one of them... I have faith that no men in my life would ever have these sort of inclinations. And it's like, there are just all these men that are like, let's bet on these poor, vulnerable girls. Oh, it's just, it's so sick. It's so sick. It's, it's awful. Oh, Lily. Oh, no, I know. So another model, Jill Dodd, says that she was raped around the same time and she was sent to rich men's house parties that models were required to attend. I figured out that these men either wanted to sexually harass us or rape us. Weeks later, her booker sent her to another party in Monte Carlo. She met Saudi billionaire arms dealer Adnan Kashoggi, who she had ended up becoming involved with. I found out about a year into our relationship that he had purchased an introduction from, for $50,000 from my agency. I found out because I saw him doing it with the other women. He was looking through a notebook of photos where he could pick the girl. That is sick. It's... It's literally a sex trafficking ring. It is. And do you see how all these men are interconnected? Yeah. And do you know what I always think about? Like, Naomi Campbell being yeah. on, like, associated with Epstein and stuff. Yeah. And I've listened to other, like, victims talk about how there would be big name, like, models on the planes and stuff. And, like, Naomi's very shady or whatnot, mm. but then I can't mm. help but think, like... And she's been known to date, like, billionaires, yeah. and it's like... Yeah. It's just... It's the industry. Yeah. I wonder if she, like, if those women knew what was happening or if they, if the same thing had happened to them or because of their successes, they, I think they the turned same blind thing eye. happened to them, but it's Do also, you think so? I, yeah. It's I a def- different culture in the 90s. I think 100%, if you were a Victoria's Secret model in the 90s, mm-hmm. you were forced to do, and I think it's just that one of those things where it's like, this is the industry, like, mm-hmm. you have to do what you got to do, and it's just like this hidden secret of, mm-hmm. you need to do this to get ahead, and then it's. Where, because they're so abused, like, I don't know, let's say allegedly maybe, let's say Naomi got mm. trafficked mm. and then maybe in her head she's like, okay, well, mm. because she's been abused, she's like, I'm going to do the same thing, get other girls. Yeah, it's that cycle again that we spoke about earlier. Yeah. It's like the cycle of cycle abuse. Cycle of abuse. Oy vey. Mm. So Jill Dodd went on to work for another agency named Cans. Coincidentally, Cans was founded by Jean-Luc Brunel, another Epstein affiliate. Brunel and Epstein worked together from 2000 to 2015, and Brunel was accused of being a key figure in his sex trafficking ring. Virginia Jeffrey, Jeffrey, <laughs> that's why they live in Perth. She lives yeah, in Perth. She lives in Perth. Because I watched an interview with her earlier yeah. about um, she's really she has uh, a beautiful family. And, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I'm glad that she's done well. Good for you. Um, so. She said that Epstein once bragged that he had slept with 1,000 of Brunel's girls. Brunel was listed as a passenger of the Lolita Express 25 times. Yeah. He visited Jeffrey Epstein in prison 70 times. Mm-hmm. In December 2020, Brunel was arrested at Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris and was questioned over rape, sexual assault, criminal conspiracy, and human trafficking minors. On the 19th of February, 2022, he was found hanged in his jail cell, too. 
Good riddance. Good fucking riddance. <laughs> did he do it? it? Fucking what? Did he kill himself? Yeah. I don't well, know. Same thing with Epstein. Yeah. Like who knows? Who knows? And also, who cares? Who cares? Bye. It's just like one. To be honest, if I was one of those prison guards, I'd be like, hey, shiv shiv. Hey, there's um. I'm just gonna turn this camera off and go to a really, really large shit. Yeah, give me, give me twenty minutes. I'm man. gonna really need to. Yeah, it's one of those shits gonna have to spread your arms mm-hmm. and really get birth. Yeah, that was really explicit. That was very That's graphic. That <laughs> was really ga- graphic. I'm sorry, but also good fucking riddance. I <laughs> hope, I hope that actually not. I'm not gonna say that. I yeah. hope that they they Rot- are rotten hell. Yeah. There you go. That's all I'll say. Okay. So we will move on to Karen Mulder, who is the victim. So, Karen Mulder was a former supermodel, and she was being interviewed on a French TV show in 2001. She said that she'd spent five months in a mental health facility after being raped multiple times by Gerald and other high-profile figures, including Prince Albert of Monaco. She claimed that she'd been raped by police officers, politicians, and members of her former agency. She stated that she would be coerced into having sex for a better contract, and that she and others were trafficked and used by sex slaves by the European elite. It just gets worse. Mm. And, yeah, so Karen, if you want to Google her, she's, like, incredibly beautiful mm. blonde model. I think she's from, I, I want to say Denmark, but I might be, no, maybe, yeah. just, I don't know, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in Europe. And, yeah, she has, we'll, yeah. We'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. It's, it's sad that, like, people just have to keep on living after these sort of things happen to them. And yeah. Like knowing that their um, abusers yes. are aren't being reprimanded in the way that they should, and they're yes. still like living a and relatively normal life. Yeah, and then you can also see, well, like for example, we'll go into what happened to Karen, mm. but you know she's claiming all these things, and she's now incredibly mentally unwell. Yeah, but then you, be. yeah, and then you compare it to other models who like maybe had, mm. you know. Everyone deals with the trauma differently, mm. but it's... Mm. Yeah, it's fucked. Like, for example, Naomi. Like, yeah. she doesn't seem to... No. Mm. She's still, like, the supermodel. Yeah. She's the supermodel. Yeah. And she always will be. Yeah. And then it's like, we don't know what... Yeah. What I don't think we ever will, though. No. no. She's so high up on that pedestal. Like, we'll yeah. never know the secrets of her life. Yeah. Ever, she, I don't She's think. involved with, like, drug lords yeah. and warlords. Like, yeah. blood... Like, she does not fuck around. Uh-uh. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Mm. So, Karen said that she was never believed, and the TV host said that she was in a disturbed psychological state. She said that they wanted to make a prostitute out of me. I was pumped with drugs and subjected to hypnosis. You can't imagine how simple it is and how terrible it is. The modeling industry is a conveyor of young girls for wealthy men and will not work for organizers to clean the water. They have connections everywhere. The tapes and recordings were destroyed. They tried to turn me into a prostitute because they thought it would be easy. I was raped by two bookers. All these people who betrayed me I used to love very much. Then I realized how big the conspiracy was. It included the government and the police who both used elite girls. People have attempted to kidnap me and poison me, and afterwards the tapes and recordings of this were destroyed. Yeah, because I I, I did try to look it up with that TV thing, and it's not... You can't find it? Yeah, so... Mm. That's so scary. Yeah. A couple of days later, Mulder repeated her claims in an interview in her Parisian apartment. Her sister had admitted her to a psychiatric hospital a couple of hours later. 
This stay lasted five months and was apparently funded by Gerald Marie, mm. her former manager, which begs a question. There you go, exactly. Why? Yeah. It's like cash money. Yeah. This came after the BBC had hidden footage of Gerald trying to give a 15-year-old girl $300 for sex and bragging about his sexual conquests. $300? It doesn't even cover rent. Like, fuck off. Also, like we've said this before, it's like one of those things where it's like if you have been a victim of this... Yeah. What, you're going to go through the court? People are already calling you fucking crazy. Uh-huh. If someone's going to be like, hey, here's a million dollars, shut up. Uh-huh. And you're going to take it. Uh-huh. You absolutely will. Especially if there's police politicians. Like she says. All these elite people. You'd be terrified. Yeah. It's like either death or shut up. It's death like there's or shut really up. no in between at the moment. Yeah. So in December 2022, after years of suffering from chronic depression, Karen overdosed on sleeping pills in an, a suicide attempt. She luckily awoke from the coma the next day. Karen later retracted her statements and apologized to the prince, saying that it was a cry for help. That's so sad. I'm sorry, but like... I wonder how much money they gave her to shush. Yep. Nobody comes out and fucking says that on no. time. No. No way. She's clearly been like threatened, yep. coerced. It's just... Yeah. It's like what we said earlier. Like, people don't typically just lie about these sort of horrific no. things. It's very rare that people do lie about horrific things that have happened to them, especially in such detail. And also, why? Yeah. Why? What she has this money. What? Mm. She, there's no, there's no <laughs> there's logical no reason for this woman to lie. Fuck me. So what are your thoughts after hearing just some of the shady characters? Look, I already... Did you realise it was that deep? No, I knew it was bad, mm. but I didn't realise it was that bad. Yes. And how many layers yes. there are to this. Like, I... I have no more words. I feel like my brain is exploding and I feel really angry. Yes. Like really fucking angry for everybody involved. Yeah. But like I said, like karma is real. Victoria's Secret as of today Mm. are pretty well, they've they've been cancelled. Yeah. We've got got Fenty. Fuck yeah, we have Fenty. Those fashion shows are the most incredible fashion shows in my opinion. You don't feel shit watching it. (laughs) And you don't feel shit. You feel good. It's amazing. You feel like inspired and you're like, I want to go learn how to fucking dance and move my body. And it's just incredible. And that's how it should be. That's absolutely how it should be. We don't need Victoria's Secret anymore. We never did actually. No. But now more than ever, we don't fucking need you. And I, I did write some points. So, like, just to discuss their downfall, like, what did you, like, you know, why do you think they actually failed as a company? And mm. I've got some points. So, obviously, post Me Too yeah. environment. Yeah. They refused to get with the times. Yeah. They refused to become inclusive. And mm-hmm. after the pandemic, people yeah. just... I feel like people had a really low threshold for, like, what they're going to tolerate. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, why the fuck are we going to give you money? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nobody wants to put up with bullshit anymore. Like, we have no more excuses to just put up with shit. No. Absolutely not. And then, of course, Fenty came along. Uh-huh. We've already got, like, we don't need you. Go away. Uh-huh. We don't oh, need yeah. those ideologies anymore. No. No. We don't need just that toxic, whippet, no. thin... No. 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 And another point I wrote down as well is the candle. <laughs> Okay. You Kendall really Jenner, don't like Kendall. I really okay. She is such a bad model. Such Kylie. Kylie mm-hmm. Kylie shits all over her. I'm sorry. She does. Kendall Jenner has the, the charisma of a of peanut. A, of a fucking wooden spoon. There is nothing there. There's nothing no. interesting. No. 
She cannot serve. She's not capable of serving one iota of cum. No, nothing. 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 She can't walk. She can't walk. And I think that's another reason. People are sick of these fucking Nepo babies. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and as well, there's like this whole thing with like, Winnie, I think it was Winnie Harlow uh, got kicked out, and then oh, Rihanna didn't want to do the show because yeah. Kendall. And it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. In a way, it's kind of like I do want to say Victoria's Secret is kind of it was endearing in the sense that you know you could get someone like Miranda Kerr who was mm. from somewhere obscure in Australia yeah. and she yeah. made it big, and it really was seen as like the pinnacle it was. of every model's career. It was, and then all of a sudden you had these nepo babies just being Ruining given their it. wings, and yeah. Yeah, that, you know, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. Like, they, I hate even saying this, but, like, they didn't earn it. No. They, yeah, they didn't earn it. They just kind of got like shoved on that wrong said, way. like models have said, like, they they get picked up in their Mercedes. Yeah. They've got their PAs. Yeah. It's just, no one wants to see your... Mm. Kendall Jenner is so boring. So boring. So boring. <laughs> but all those women kind of, like, and I really don't want to put down those women because it's the environment that they were... Yes. Um, brought into brought into but they all kind of just like ended up molding into one don't you think like you couldn't really like tell anybody apart it was the same repetitive bullshit it was like the same big ass wings like it was just yes just and i always make this this point with the the big four supermodels Mm. so then naomi Mm -hmm. um is it linda Linda, uh Cindy. cindy and what's the other one um we're going to butcher it, but I know who you're talking about. Fuck me. Who is it? Okay, so this is my point with the big yeah. four supermodels. I always got Cindy and the other one <laughs> confused. <laughs> and look, Cindy Crawford's beautiful, but for me, I never, I, I you know, she was just too all-American, too basic, too, I don't know. Christy. Christy. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, Christy, yeah, I, I think I prefer Christy's vine. Yeah, me too. To, what's the other one's name? So I keep fucking... Oh my God, see, we've got... We keep butchering it. Yeah. We've got Linda Evangelista, we've got Cindy, we've got Christy, and we've got Naomi. See, to me, like, Linda and Naomi yeah, me too. are, like, on another level. Yes. Like, you, yeah. on another level. But then those other two... Look, even, so, like, even looking at the photo, they look like the same person. They, they look very similar. Yeah, yeah. They look very similar, and I just... Kendall... Is in that same sort of category. Yeah. And it's just... I, we want to see diversity. It's like, we've seen it before. Friend. We've, we've seen it before. Seen it. <laughs> And then there's also, so obviously we've got the, the diversity thing, which yeah. just wasn't cutting it, and then the cultural appropriation. So they were mm-hmm. doing the whole, the Indian traditional headdresses and the... It's just not on, like, we don't accept that sort of behaviour anymore. No, and I just think that Victoria's Secret was just... Also, like, they were not progressive at all. Like, no. like going back onto what we were saying before, nothing was changing. There was no progression in nothing. what they were doing. Like, even with the um, cultural appropriation and the body standards yeah. and that sort of thing, there was no moving forward for them. Nothing. There was no, like, okay, let's do better. Yes. There was nothing like that. Nothing. <laughs> so do you think, like, all in all, do you think that Victoria's Secret could ever, ever have a comeback? Because I know they've, like, oh, they've seen... Nah. Yeah. They're nah. like, we've got a women's seat, blah, blah, blah. I don't think so either. No. Nah. I, th- I think that they've run their course and I yeah. think that people... They're too triggering. Yes. Because they're triggering for us. I, as a consumer, will not... No I, I, I can't say I've ever bought Victoria's Secret and I don't yep. see... Do you know what, though? Victoria's Secret never fit me. And I'm like... I'm a standard your size, like... You've got a gorgeous one. You're just thank you. Normal. I know. But, like, it never, ever fit me because mm. it was just tailored to one body and that body is not an attainable body. No. It, like, no, it's not suited for people 
with curves and boobs and squish. Like it's exactly. not, it's not suited for those bodies. So I don't think that they could do anything no. that would really no. completely change their, their cultural, um, their cultural. Yeah. It's and ingrained. It's totally ingrained into what Victoria's Secret is. is, is this unattainability. Yeah. And I guess, like, just from, like, my personal experience, like, when I was watching Victoria's Secret, or, like, mm. you know, when it was yeah. part of the media when I was that age, yeah. because I've always been, like, taller, mm. and because I've always been curvy and had big boobs, yeah. like, for me, I was like, oh, okay, cool, like, that is a yeah. body standard that I could maybe... Yeah. But then you, you get older and you realise, like, no, like, life is too fucking miserable to... I can't. I can't, I can't do I this. I can't do it. I'm a big girl. I like to eat. <laughs> me I love too. to eat. Me too. Me too. Like, I... When I, I, I don't nothing know. tastes as good as skinny feels. Sorry, have everything you, tastes tastes better. Have you tried pasta? pasta? <laughs> have you eaten anything? Have Do you know what I had for breakfast this morning? What? A baguette with brie cheese, mortadella, pesto. It. Yum! That was my breakfast. Delish. And I will never ever give that up. Don't ever, ever fucking no way. Be sorry. I'm never gonna be sorry. No. Ever. I don't want to ever be back in that sort of mindset that you and it's I have awful. been in. It's no. a horrible place to be. It's horrible. Um, and even now, as like an adult woman, I sometimes have moments mm. where I like revert Regress back. back yeah. into that thinking. Yeah. yeah. Like not so much like the um, the eating, but like my body is not good enough. Yes. And, the um, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I still got squishy thighs and that sort of thing. It's like, well, that's my body. Yeah. I, like I said before, yeah. I do have faith for our next Oh, generation. Oh like, so much faith. Like I said, sex education. Yep. We've got all these. Just even seeing like queer representation in yeah. that show, different yeah. bodies, yeah. and just. Like, we had skins. Like, I know. And I will not shit on skins. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't anyone come for no. us and our love for skins ever. Skins is incredible, <laughs> but I'm just yeah. like, oh my god. Like, you know, we had skins, we had the OC, we had yeah. blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And this next generation, they've got TikTok, they've got tools, they've yeah. got. It's. They are really... They're really woke. They so much more woke than we'll ever be in our life. Like, I, I do have so much faith in the next generations. Like, they have so much access to resources and people that look like yes. them. Like, and I'm excited because I'm like, I want to see different represent- I'm, I'm excited to see now these people know they, they know. can be part of modeling. They can be part yeah. of fucking acting. Yeah. Anything they want. Like, the art, anything. Yeah. And, like, their gender, yeah. sexual orientation. And that's what we want like, to see. I know. Like, nothing will prevent them from doing that. So it's kind of a... Maybe it's a good thing. It's, yeah. Maybe we thank Victoria's Secret. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. So wrapping this up, like, what are your overall... I think I've just said my... I think we've said our overall... Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you think they'll have a comeback? No. No. I just... Yeah. I... Fuck no. No. Ne- ne- never, never. You've had a moment. Never, ever, ever. I don't care how many mm. million... Do- 90 million dollars. Like, it's you can insane. spend that. You're not going to get fuck all. Like, I'm sorry. No. No. Sorry, like, what do you need $90 million for? Like, like, why do you need to put $90 million in place to tell people not to sexually harass other people? I it is crazy it. town. It is crazy. I don't, I don't, I really don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway. Uh, that was a lot. <laughs> I'm really angry. Like, I feel like I need to yeah. punch a boxing bag. It's dirty. <laughs> it is dirty. It's wrong. It's wrong. wrong. All right, we're going to wrap this up by doing a fuck one, marry one, kill one. Woohoo. Okay, Brie. Mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Kendall Jenner. Or Jack Black. Oh, what? <laughs> Do you know Kendall Jenner was on mine for you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kill. <laughs> kill, it, kill it before it lays eggs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really want to fuck 
fuck Sarah Jessica, but I want to marry Jack Black. Of course. So I'm going to... I'm going to marry Jack Black. Well, allegedly, Kendall's a bit queer, so... You know what? I could see her just... I have read those rumours. You know how she gives off that whole, like, oh, I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. I can see her, like, deep down being, like, maybe, like, insecure and just, like... Maybe. Especially with that family. Yeah. Like, she could be a bit of a hellcat inside. Maybe, but she... Gives off the most boring yeah, no, fucking persona. I don't know why I just said that. I, I don't stand. know. I really can't stand Stop her. it. She gives fuck all. <laughs> okay, so I'm marrying Jackie because mm-hmm. he's the most gorgeous man in Hollywood. Be rude not to. We love him. Yeah. Uh, I suppose I'll fuck Sarah Jessica. Why not? Um, we should do a Sarah Jessica episode one day. That'd be so Please. fun. And then I'm going to kill Miss Kendall J because there's nothing there yeah. except for the bag. Like, yes. except for the money. Oh, uh, yeah. That could be a smart, smart man. But... Yeah, no, but imagine being married to Jack Yeah, that would, be... mm. that would be such a beautiful that would... existence. That would be worth all the money that in the world. That would be so wonderful. All right, my darling. For you, I have... <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, and Diplo. Oh, what? <laughs> they gave you a hell-cursed one. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I actually feel even bad giving you that one. Well, Jeffrey Epstein's already dead. Oh, yeah. I guess fuck Diplo. Just... Yeah. Do you know if you... I'm going to do something, help Paddy, like, steal his wallet or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like, I'd fuck Diplo, but then yeah. I'd do something really, really bad. Like, I would come and then, like, hop off and then, like, leave and yeah. then, like, raid his fucking... Or even just, like, push stuff over. Yeah, like, raid his medicine <laughs> cabinet. Just, like, hell fucking shit. Like, do a big shit and then we'll, like, leave yeah. there. Um, do you know, I suppose if you marry Jeffrey, you can, like, steal all his money and yeah. then, like, infiltrate the sex ring. Yes. Mm. Or Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I feel like out of all of them, though, I would love to kill Epps. I mean, even though he's already dead. I know. Just because his victims are young. But uh, it's hard. I know. Yeah. I don't... I'm sorry. That was the most cursed one. I don't know why I did that to you. I can't even... I I know. I feel like I need to redact all of that. Yeah, redact. Redacted, redacted, redacted. I'm sorry. You don't have to answer it. That was really awful of me to do that. Yeah, pass. Okay. Pass. (laughs) Big pass. Uh, All right. Well... (laughs) That was, like... No, not fun. I don't want to say fun, fun but yeah. it, was, it was enlightening, it was treacherous, it was awful. Yeah. Get the word out. Fuck yeah. It's good that we're talking about this and that. Amen, baby. If they try and make the little comeback, uh-uh. not on our watch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not on our watch. Not on our watch. <laughs> Alright, well, you know where to follow us. We're on Instagram at Abigail McCarb. We are on Spotify. Yeah. We are on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And we're also on YouTube. We love you guys. Thank you so much.